What's going on, everybody? You've got the cardboard coaches here with your boy, Coach Co. I have one of two intros here. You be the judge. Je suis le cartel de la carte sportive. Zutalo. And number two, you've got the cardboard coaches, you cockroaches. I've got a box of panini. Don't be a weenie. We've got the quads. We've got the bods. And I've completely forgotten the last line. I am going to go ahead and go for uh, number one, but uh, you guys are going to have to go as well. You guys are going to have to drop a comment, see see which one they choose. Team, uh, we've got some fun stuff in store. It's it's, uh, it's going to be a nice little condensed episode. Perfect for a drive home, perhaps, or a walk to the store. Team, we had a bounty be fulfilled, actually. I think some people were, were questioning whether or not this bounty was actually going to be fulfilled. Uh, the bounty was for the one-of-one one Drew Jones Super Fractor autograph. Out of the 2023 Bowman set, the bounty was offered up by the Card World. So, David Adams Card World. Um, they are a supplier of sports cards, I want to say. Uh, they offer $250,000 for anyone who pulled this card. And I th- I kind of think that they were hoping that it would take a lot longer than a month. Although, I guess based on the amount of product they probably sold from like the start of the bounty until the card was actually pulled. Uh, probably pretty impressive. Uh, I got to believe that they made, you know, something close to that bounty in terms of having people rip for that card. It was pulled by an everyday Joe. Uh, it was pulled in. It was a, it was a car rip. I, I watched an interview today that said that it was literally him talking, saying that he had no idea what a super fractor was. He said he had no idea that there was a bounty on the cart at all. He said that uh, he had no idea who Drew Jones was. And I just, honestly, I fell in love with that video. It's like a 30-second clip. Uh, I will de- definitely be sharing it over socials. But my goodness, uh, it, it could not have happened in a better scenario. In-car rip. Uh, he said that he he rips with his family and he always has. This older gentleman. And, uh, you know, he's, he's just done it because he loves cards. And, and it's just kind of crazy that, I mean, he happened to have this $250,000 bounty on, on this card, uh, a guy, he had no idea who, I mean, if any of he's an old school collector, doesn't know who drew Jones is. I got to believe that uh, it was a very easy decision to take that $250,000 versus hoping that it's this kid makes the hall of fame. And uh, he ends up with a million in like 20 years. What do you think? Oh, to be a guy who's just, into baseball and buys pack cards here and there and isn't on social media. Isn't that an amazing, wouldn't that be an amazing, wonderful existence? I think it would. And uh, it's amazing that this guy didn't even know what was going on and was ripping this product. It does put things into perspective. It's not just people that are quote unquote in touch or in the community that are, are, are engaging in this silly little hobby of ours. Uh, it does immediately make me think about people that, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll unwittingly toss an SP card. I've seen it happen. Uh, they're ready to throw a card out. I'm like, by the way, that's, that's a short printed Tamar Johnson card. 
in your box of Bowman. So much Bowman was ripped open. It really did. See, I think we've already had this conversation I uh, in person where I thought it was more than a month. It seems like it's been a long time. I've seen so much of this product opened and they're already opening Sapphire. So it seems like so much time has gone by. Nonetheless, uh, DA, uh, David Adams, uh, which does have a retail store in Buffalo, Coach yep. Co. Yeah, yeah. It's a big deal. Yeah. Um, they put out this bounty, bounty. I think a lot of people misunderstood the terms. They heard a million dollars. That's the point, guys. That was the point. Was, oh, that was the point, point was to confuse you that was and point. use the word $1 million. Um, it was 250000 right now or a million if you made the Hall of Fame. I don't understand how that works. Who holds the card until then? I don't care. I don't care. I don't care about the details. Never take obviously, that second option. Never. Obviously, you're going to go with the 250000 for this prospect who's batting 200 this year. Of course, you're going to do that. It's a super cool card. It was a super cool concept. It's good for the hobby. It did create a lot of excitement. It got a lot of people ripping. It got a lot of people outside of the community ripping and uh, caught their attention. I don't know why anyone in this uh, country of ours thought they were going to ship a one-of-one Drew Jones to us. Like, to have some guy in Peterborough open it? I don't think so. It was literally in the middle of America, Ohio. When I say literally, I'm probably misusing the term, but it was middle America. It was Ohio. That makes sense to me. Um, imagine so, imagine sending that picture to, like, your friend or your son or something. And, like, like, and like, like, I mean, someone had to know, right? Because, like, it went viral. I mean, there was, like, stay tuned. Uh, we we There's rumblings that the card was pulled. Like, I remember that. Oh, for a good couple of days, it was like, is it confirmed? And it was, uh, it's just funny because like the original picture is like uh, that card on top of the box in the car. And There's so uh, much car ripping going on. What's going on? By the way, I'm concerned. Are people driving around with one hand on a pack and one hand on the wheel? It's better than one hand on the wheel and one hand between your legs, I guess. But what's going on here? I have no idea. But and I also like imagine top loading that thing like while and again like I mean he didn't really know what he had so it's not, I, I hope he I hope he did all right job if anything he might have done a better job because he wasn't like trembling and he, he didn't understand like the magnitude of like like sleeving that card you know what I mean you don't like you overthink it and you're like whoop whoop oh whoop, whoop. and it seems like always escape <laughs> you know what I mean yeah. <laughs> It's like me. It's like me pulling a Hasbula out of this box tonight and uh, dropping it in the kitchen or into a bowl of bone broth. Have you decided that you're ripping that? I'm ripping this tonight, Coach Co. I'm going in for uh, this is my second dip into UFC Prism. I still love this product. Still loaded with great rookie cards. Plus, you know what you can't beat, folks. Since we're talking about a guy who's passionate about baseball and presumably and opening baseball card packs and pulls a one of one superfractor. And so much has been said about collecting these days. It's a collector's market. Um, guys, I don't care what comes out of this box. If you're listening to us on Spotify, I'm holding this box. Like it's so precious to me. I'm cradling it in my grubby hands. It's precious to me. And I love it because I love MMA. I, I, I just got back coach co from a little sojourn out of the city. I saw a local MMA show. It was fantastic. It's fantastic seeing guys up and coming that may one day be in the UFC. One of the fighters actually was former UFC. I love the sport. I love what Panini has done with the product over the last three years. I don't care what I hit. I'm going to have a fun time. The money I've paid, you could say that a portion of it is the entertainment and fun of opening a box. I, I think we say that a lot. Yeah. Sometimes we say that to kid ourselves. 
for me, it's legitimate. I really don't care what comes out of this box. But anyways, I'm going on a bit of a tangent. But well, I think um, I think it's important that you and I both have different perspectives on ripping, right? Like, I mean, you're 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 very much an advocate for ripping, and I'm very much not. So I, I think that's well, hold on a sec. I don't know if I'm an advocate for ripping. Well, I, I, I mean, you rip day. frequently. Sure, but there's a there's a hierarchy here, Coach Co. If I'm ripping three or four boxes a month, I'm not someone who's ripping three or four boxes a day or week. Uh, that's true. I mean, I I, I wouldn't that's I, unfathomable I, to me. So that's yeah. <laughs> but I'm careful about it. I don't yeah, yeah. want to advocate towards yeah. ripping. Uh, a part of me wants to advocate for uh, reliable, trustworthy breaking because we've talked about how essential that is for people who do want to get involved in opening product but can't afford. The boxes or it's more convenient them for them to trust someone online and get and, and have that excitement uh it is the sporting element of sports cards is yeah. breaking you can quote the cartel on that i would not call myself an advocate though coach co because i'm not sitting here telling people to go out and buy the latest product i'm very much an advocate if you want the card go and buy the goddamn card i do yeah. have to remind myself yeah. that yeah i do i do have to remind myself that yeah but uh but Again, I love this stuff, folks. And again, I'm not saying this insinuating that the vast majority of our listeners don't. I think our particular podcast, the vast majority of listeners do. Yeah, I, have, I would agree. I have, you and I both have intense passion about hockey. You have passion for soccer. I have passion for MMA. And that will reflect in different parts of the hobby. For you, that might not reflect in opening the latest. I don't see you doing what I know other soccer fans are doing right now. They're ripping Donruss. They're ripping these select products that are super fancy schmancy. They're they're ripping the latest tops club competition release. You don't do that, but I do see you purchasing the players that you enjoy and that you're speculating on and uh, enjoying it that way. But for me, I just think it's amazing. Like, you know, UFC cards haven't been a very uh, around for a very long time and it's a way for me to enjoy things. And it's just a bonus. And by the way, I like to learn about product breaking will help you learn about product, get a sense for what's coming out, get a sense for quality control. Um, I watched someone, I uh, posted a story about this today. I don't know if you saw it, Coach Co. Someone ripped yeah. four boxes yeah. of the Bowman Chrome University. Yeah. Didn't get a single Wem- Wembayana or whatever his name is. <laughs> base card. Wem- Wembenyana. Each box had a Caitlin Clark base card. Look, quite clearly the guy wasted his money, but the fact that he didn't even get a single... Wemba Yama 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 Jama base card is brutal. Um, so that's why I'm not the quote unquote advocate. Fair enough. I've seen too much. Um, but listen, for everyone who misses four times, there's someone who hits the autograph and it's a big deal. It could be a big deal in their lives. This was a big deal in this gentleman's life. This is a quarter million dollars. Sure uh, I think our favorite, my favorite part of King of Collectibles to reflect on is uh the kid from quebec with the yeah. the super factor lewis hamilton lewis i mean hamilton. These are great stories it happens yeah. it really yeah. happens yeah you know i mean speaking of buying like buying the cards you like um i literally just got back from a card show uh probably three hours ago and there's a lot of things i saw first of all I mean, I I bought, I bought a decent amount though. Like I really did. I mean, I did my my normal jam. Like value boxes are always the best. Um, and there's a zero boxes. There's a zero percent chance that I don't I don't make my money back on on the, these purchases. But um, Coach Co. One of the interesting things I saw 
So I, I mean, I go there and I talk to dealers. Like I try my best to like actually communicate with them. And I don't just like walk past tables and see what you have. But I ask you like, how's your day going? And you know, how's the show for you so far? And I mean, there was a few people that were very happy. The ones were the, who were, were selling young guns like crazy apparently. And the ones who young weren't guns, like the currency of the hockey collector. I know, I know. But I mean, it's, this is like, this is an odd time to be buying young guns, but I like it. Uh, and the second thing that was uh, spoken about by a lot of people, and this is actually something that you we've seen not just in Toronto, but I've seen it a lot of people talking about this recently. And that is that there are arguably too many card shows. Um, there are arguably too many card shows in the greater Toronto area uh, that organizers don't communicate with each other. And as a result of that, you know, whatever market there is for a card show on any given weekend is spread across three different venues. And so none of the venues are busy. Um, another thing, you know, is, is making sure that you get the right dates. So there was one uh, not very long ago where it took place on Mother's Day weekend. Um, and it was, you know, supposed to be a fairly big card show, a card show that had been successful. Several, it's This is probably the fourth or fifth time that this card show ran. And um, it was, uh, they were trying to make it a little bit bigger this time. And they, two days. And, you know, the overwhelming consensus was that they dropped the ball here. And there's, it's got a lot of people questioning whether there are too many card shows. It's got a lot of people questioning uh, you know, how we can not tire people out, I guess, is, is where I'm going with this. Uh, I, I will say this. You know, you don't have to go to every show. I mean, I know I took like a month off. I After the expo, I did not, I didn't honestly didn't look at eBay for like two weeks, maybe three weeks. And only recently did I started like, like start dipping my toes back in. Um, you know, sometimes you do get like, buyer's fatigue sometimes you get seller's fatigue sometimes you just get fatigued in general you know there's, there's so much yes. going on especially in north america we're starting to get into summertime and people are going to have different priorities uh and so understanding who you are and how you collect and what your priorities are and or will be for the next few months is important uh so i don't know if we should necessarily be blaming you know the people setting up card shows and the people who set up at card shows. And the most important thing is, is to temper expectations. Uh, and we, you know, we can talk about that even in terms of like buying and selling specific players who are in the finals later, but tempering expectations is important and, and really just kind of knowing what your bandwidth is for cards, collectibles, sports, you know, like I just think all these are very important things. Now, do I think that, that, we should have more communication between like people who uh, set up shows. I think that would be in, in everyone's best interest, but I guess the, the organizers just want to make money. So like, it really doesn't matter how anyone feels. Yeah. Um, I like to think that there is a little bit of exhaustion in all of this potentially. And the combination of these factors, some of which you're touching on, uh, we're in Canada and, uh, we could not have asked for a less relevant or industry fueling Stanley cup final. And I think not enough gets said about just how deflating the performances of the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Edmonton Oilers wound up being after all the hype and this concept in our minds 
that we could be potentially heading to a scenario where all these top players on these classic renowned Canadian teams, maybe renowned is not the right word, but I mean, just important. They are important Canadian teams. Integral. Integral. Ooh, there you go. I feel like you're always looking for that one juicy word every, every, uh, every <laughs> podcast, but that's what I'm saying is like, this could not have gone worse. And I think we are damaged and traumatized subconsciously. You heard it here first. I truly believe that collectors are, are, are traumatized by what happened with these playoffs and completely upended by this concept that we're seeing a team that barely scraped in taking on a team that is not very sexy. Okay. They may be in a sexy part of the world if that's your thing, but Jack Eichel, Jonathan Marcheseau, William Carlson, Aiden Hill, these are not sexy players and I'm not talking about their bods and quads. And even still, they ain't got the bods and quads, of the cardboard coaches. And uh, anyways, I, I, I digress. It's uh, a bad combo and uh, timing is important. I think sometimes some of these organizers just got to stop and kind of I'm not trying to degrade these guys or anything. I'm just thinking, you know, get your stuff together in terms of looking at a longer picture and uh, just be more organized, make, you know, think about it. That, that one, the one show you're talking about, it was quite a depressing spectacle or lack of spectacle. Um, particularly when you're in a situation where you realize a lot of these dealers are just trying to scrape by to maybe like pay for their tables. And I, I was in some really weird, uncomfortable dealing scenarios where, uh, people just were so wanting to unload some product that you could just stand there holding the card and stay silent and they will do the work for you. They're literally haggling themselves down themselves. You don't even say a word. And then the next thing you know, you're like, I guess I'll take it. I didn't really want it, but you, if you're going to go there, I'll take it. And that is not a good interaction because in some cases that kind of comes back and there's some bad feelings or something like you, you, I've said this before, every transaction, I want both parties leaving with some sort of uh, positive feeling about what just happened. Get yep. something. Ideally, yep. I know that that's impossible to always happen, but ideally. So that was not good. Uh, I don't, it's not a good look for, you know, the, the average collector that walks in and is like, Whoa, this, this is really depressing. I'm going to pass on the next one or something. I do want to remind people the expo was fantastic. Unreal. It was spectacular. It yeah. was well attended. Uh, the energy was amazing. Um, there maybe was a little bit of a hangover from that event. Um, but man, there was this hope that it would translate to a lot of bigger shows. There may be too many shows at this point. Let's let's space them out a little bit, boys. Problem is, you and I can say that, Coach Co., but these organizers and these guys that want to put on shows and make money, they're going to do it. We're going to see it. Well, that's, that's what I'm saying. Right. And like, I don't know, like you never know when someone's going to want to go to a card show. Right. Like, I mean, like I said, I was tapped out for four weeks, maybe like, um, and then just today I was like, you know what? Like, fine. Like I'll go up there. And, yeah. uh, I wasn't there for very long. I'd say I was there for maybe an hour and a half, but I got some stuff that I wanted to buy. And I, you know, I literally, I walked out with another cool Caulfield PSA 10. So I did my job and uh... you are stacking, <laughs> never lacking. But listen, you, you, you know what? Do you remember when, when card collector two was on our show? One of my favorite things he said, 
was uh, making the experience a, a card show every day. Yeah, I'm lucky enough to be working with a company that lives and breathes by that kind of credo. So I encourage people to get out to your local card show. I don't, uh, sorry, card shop. I don't care which one it is. Get to know the staff. Uh, these companies are responsible for hiring staff and staffing people that are approachable and fun and excited and passionate about what they're doing. Get in there. It's like a card show every day. If they're doing the right things, I can honestly say, you know, the shop that I'm manning is a card show every day. There's slabs, there's singles, there's products you can rip. We create an experience when you're ripping for you. Now, that's something that everybody can kind of partake in to keep the fire burning, so to speak. The other thing, Coach Go, uh, me lately, like, okay, yes, I am holding this box. Again, I'm going to give Panini free advertising here. Um, I do take home the occasional box. I assure you, Coach Go, this is not a daily thing by any means. Yeah, yeah. Cool. But the main thing I've been doing is organizing all my cards during this period of time. I have all the monster boxes behind me. I have my baseball rookies five row box that is packed to the gills. I am organizing and enjoying. Uh, my standing inventory is my collection. My collection is my standing inventory and I enjoy it until it's time to get rid of it. Uh, and I think everyone that is involved in both of the games, because there are some pure collectors and there's some pure flippers. If you're involved in both games, that should be your goal is to love, is to get cool cards that you enjoy before you move them. Even Coach Co stacking a bunch of cool coffee fields. I bet you every once in a while he takes up the stash of slabs Always. and he looks through them. Always. Like, like yeah, yeah, always and always. the ring and he's like yes my precious so you know that's that's important um i'm taking this period of time I, I gotta admit i'm one of these guys unless i have to be there for whatever reason perhaps for work i'm not gonna be attending shows uh for now uh if i do traveling in the summer i'm gonna kind of like try to hit up shops where i'm at or shows if they happen to be happening where I'm at. I know a lot of people are planning to go to the national. A lot of Canadians are planning on heading over there. Coach Co is going to be there. He's going to have a, a shirt on, uh, kind of like a NASCAR race driver. And he's going to have like all these different logos of all the companies <laughs> he's involved in. And, and he will literally be running around. So, or no shirt, or no shirt, you know, and just like, like yo. How about a, a leather jacket? Nothing underneath. Yeah, now, it might be uh, too hot for like the leather jacket, though. That's true. It, it, we we are in the in the dredges of the summer coming yeah. up yeah. when the show hits, right? So yeah. I, me, I'm going to be on a beach somewhere. You'll be in at the national, but um, a lot of Canadians are planning on going, and I do think that plays a little bit into this. Uh, both dealers and collectors yeah. putting aside the money, the resources, the time, the organization for that. That may be another thing coming. Yeah, I will say that like this, this is normal, right? Like this is normal. Yeah, this is this is the time of year where like things die down. I mean, you touched upon the fact that like the the NHL finals, the, the matchup has been underwhelming, you know, in terms of like a collectability standpoint. And even in terms of like no disrespect to any any Panthers fans or or Vegas Knights fans, but like even from like a, a fan perspective. Right. So. And and the same is said for basketball, right? Like I'm I'm sure there's Denver Nuggets fans, I'm sure there's Miami Heat fans, but both of those teams don't really have like notable like players that are like the like the John Morants, the Jason Tatum's, like the people that were that were part of that that bubble or that that boom, um, where you know prices were ridiculously high. Like I mean, you can get a Jimmy Butler 
rookie for a fraction of the cost of of a Jason Tatum, and you can get like a Nikola Jokic for a fraction of the cost of um, you know yeah. someone else on the other side, right? So it, a, a fraction of the cost of like even a Zion, even still probably, you know. So yeah, it's um both of those they they don't have favorable matchups in terms of like you know they the, the cards didn't that's it didn't I mean, didn't explode but i will say that one thing Celtics Lakers we didn't get no, Oilers Leafs no one thing that is cool though when it comes to like having niche teams in 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 the final is that like i mean all the Sunnels cards that are probably not that liquid like become very liquid right like jack like jack eichel has become liquid again uh, regardless of his performance yeah. in the playoffs yeah um you know guys like william carlson uh, Alex Barkov, Sergey Bobrovsky. I remember bidding on a Sergey Bobrovsky uh, exclusive on PWCC, and I'm pretty sure it ended at like 100 bucks US or like like 85 dollars US. And there's no way that card does not sell for more. And this was like uh, probably four months ago. And I remember thinking to myself, like, man, he's not even starting. Like, should I even like go hard on this card? Right? Like, I, and same thing with I had like an Ekblad at the time exclusive. And I was like, ah, oh, man, like he's like still injured. Like, and so just like looking at those cards and how liquid they've become. I mean, I think that's important to note. Jamal Murray cards before the playoffs were practically unmovable. And now he's, you know, the Kitchener boy, uh, you know, playing his heart out in the NBA finals. So uh, understanding that, like where that card has gone from, from, you know, maybe the, the beginning of the playoffs, Jimmy Butler stuff as well. I think that is important and, and like creating liquidity. Like that's one of the beauties of the sports card market is that like liquidity can come out of almost anywhere. Right. Yeah. Like, and so yeah, maybe the liquid stuff doesn't, doesn't like that already liquid stuff, like the Matthews, like the McDavid's, like the stuff like that doesn't go up. But you know, on the other side, you have someone else who maybe has some of the, the stuff that's not liquid that, that like now all of a sudden that's, that's, Something that you can oh. sell to it, someone who truly collects these players or is excited about this run or whatever the case may be, yeah. that you can potentially move into something that either is more liquid or something you actually want to own, right? So or that's own own more. The, the 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 importance of diversification, if that's the game, right? Yeah. Uh, and uh, it's all, but even as a collector, that's that's that that pleasant moment when you go, you get to search through the old boxes, and you're like, you know what, I do have some Jonathan Marshall, so rookie autographs from from 2013 14 i think i'm right from panini uh, yeah and uh, my my old bobos or or like you said in basketball which is a sport i don't follow and i don't pretend to uh but yes the the idea is still there but they're not the sexy cards that are out there on mass that you'd see at a show that is when something like a platform when you want to take advantage of that a platform like ebay with its continuously rising fees and its continuously psychotic owners google uh, Google, eBay, I see, I, I, by doing this, I think I'm going to be on a hit list. Google, eBay, executives, psycho. I bet you, I bet you if you Google that, you'll get the information I'm talking about. But um, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's, it's, a, it's an important facet in all of this is that, you know, to be, if you want to be prepared, uh, diversifying and uh, spreading spreading out your love in terms of, in terms of the players. And for me, someone who's a Florida Panthers fan, as people know, if the, if you know the cartel, I ride several different wagons, Leafs, Blues, Panthers. And you know that I'm a big Panthers fan, you know, I have each Panthers collection. Now, a lot of people out there think I'm cha-chinging left and right. Not quite, 
not quite because of the market. It is still the Florida market, any which way you slice it. That being said, Coach Co, I do believe this was a spirited conversation. You know, I got a Scooby Dooby Doo. Where are you? Pretty yeah. soon. Yeah. But, um, you know, you and I are trying to be positive at a time when there is a lot of this um, questioning of what's going on. Lameem James just posted uh, literally today, maybe a few hours ago, a uh, picture of Will Smith at the, at, at, in the finale of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, where he's standing on the carpet in the, the living room. The studio is empty. And he's like, card shows on a Sunday lately. It is the reality. I don't think there's any need to panic. I think you and I did a pretty good job of running down all the elements that are going on here. And, uh, you know, again, um, if you are overwhelmed or exhausted by the hobby, may I suggest get back to the roots of what you love. Love those sports. If you've been collecting UFC, but you've missed the last few shows, watch a UFC show. There's a pretty good one next weekend. Um, I don't know when you're going to post this, uh, Coach Co, but I am uh, referring to uh, a card that's coming up on the weekend of the 10th, I think it is. Um, Might make it. Organize. Go through your cards. Love them. Take them out. If they're in a stupid box or security, fucking, uh, I can't, the, the one time the cartel swears, it's just <laughs> randomly talking about, it's usually, it's usually Coach Co's arena. <laughs> Open literally, up your fucking safety box. It's literally like like a minute before you gotta go. Yeah. You know, just, uh, yeah. <laughs> Open up your your safety box and take out those slabs. Give them a look, see, play with them. Don't get too weird. But if you want, maybe uh, get some coconut oil, slather yourself up, whatever it is you want to do with your slabs. Enjoy them. It's very important. Uh, take this time if you if you're tired of going to shops or or shows, make your Living room, uh, a whole smorgasbord. Invite invite a friend over who will appreciate them. You know, I find like, like when apply, comes, they can they can apply I, the coconut oil. I find when I find when when like a friend of mine comes over and like checks out my stuff. They're like, oh my god, I can't believe you have this. You're like, I do have this. You know, like yeah. it's like uh, it's a whole new awakening. But... Especially Coach Co and Le Le Cartel de la Carte Sportive because of our bods and quads. They're just like, I didn't know guys with bods and quads like yours collect these small pieces of cardboard. Well, we do, and that's why we're the cardboard coaches. Should have seen the three fifteen I ate this morning. Ass to grass, Coach Co. Ten second Man, pause, I say I bro. Ass to grass. Your ass was in the grass, going into the center and the core of the earth. I rocked, and uh, I'm going to pose this soon, but it's arguably an eleven second pause, bro. Well, I don't want to talk about it. I'm I'm stuck at like two uh, two fifty five, okay. two two sixty. But I'm doing all right. We're both doing all right. Yeah. We're both filling out. We're both filling out shorts really well, and there I got to battle. You do, team. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the Cardboard Coaches. As always, please don't forget to like, subscribe. Comment, share this with your friend who wants a 35-minute absolute blast of an episode. Team, I want you to have a wonderful rest of the evening or day or whatever you're, you're listening. Carver coaches are out of here. Peace.